0: Welcome all to Kingdom Life Church VA Podcast. At KO, we endeavor to advance God's kingdom one life at a time. So, I pray that wherever you're listening from, that this will help you be encouraged. Here is this week's message. Come on, we're at the beginning of a, whole, a brand new year. Some things need to be settled. Some things need to be concretized. Some things need to be resolved. That's what the resolutions are about, to resolve. So, I need to resolve some things this year. I want to resolve some things this year because I am floating through year after year, and and I'm just going through these years. I'm breezing through these years, and I'm getting older, amen, but the purposes of God and the plan of God, amen, are not being fulfilled in my life the way that God wants it to. And so this year, we're saying, I want everything that God has for me. I want to take back everything so that I can have whatever God wants me to have. I shared it on New Year's Eve. Hey, man, I don't know why this thing keep wanting to just do stuff. What? Was what? <laughs> yeah, okay. That's how I be talking to my animal sometimes. That's king, king. Like, what you doing, man? I shared this on New Year's Eve that, you know, we, we, it doesn't matter what we accumulate. I could be a business owner with 150 employers. 401K one stacked to the max. Savings account overflowing. Driving the best. Living the best. Doing everything I want to do. If I'm not doing the will of God, I'm still separated from God's promises. I ain't get a whole lot of amens on that, but, 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 but that's the truth of the word. That's the truth of the word. That's why the Bible said, what profit a man if they gain the whole world and lose their soul? There's no profit. There's no profit in it. It doesn't make sense. That's not even common sense. For me to live my life the way I want to live it and, and, spend, and spend eternity separated from God, that doesn't make sense to me. Man, I, I, I'm not the smartest person in the room, but that don't make sense. I want to be with the Lord. If I'm going to live for eternity and he's given me an opportunity to live for eternity, I want to be with him. Amen. I want to be in heaven. I want to be where God is. And we have to choose that. Always remember that. It's your choice. Amen? So my objective in this series is to remind believers that seeking the Lord should be a top priority and not a last resort. Oh, praise God. That's good. Seeking the Lord should be a top priority and not a last resort. You know, the, the Bible says the Lord is near to all who calls on him. Amen. The Lord is near to all who call on him. He is near. The Bible says he's a present help. He's a near help. He is our refuge. He, he is our fortress. Amen. He is near to all who calls on him. When you call on the name of the Lord, he is right there. When y'all sing, We sang that song Jesus, Jesus. He, when you call on him, he's right there. And he wants us to need him. He wants us to want him. Alright, let's look at Matthew chapter 6. We're going to start this thing off right. Matthew chapter 6, we're going, to look at, we're going to read verse 25 through 33. Now, the, the remainder of this series, uh, we're just going to read Matthew 6 and 33. That's going to be my focus uh, scripture uh, for this entire series. First things first is Matthew 6, 33, which is seek first kingdom of God and his righteousness, all other things will be added. But I'm going to read out a New Living Translation this morning. Verse 25 says, that, this, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food or drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? You know, all these have question marks. So these are things that you have to answer these questions within yourself. You should answer these questions. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? 26 says, look at the birds. Come on, look at them. I know none in here, but look at them in the spirit. Look at the birds. I heard a bird. Look at the birds. (laughs) Listen, they don't plant or harvest Or store food in barns for your heavenly father, he feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? These are questions. Aren't you far more valuable than birds are? Don't you think you're far more valuable to God than birds? Y'all think that? Okay, that's good. I think that's a good synopsis. Verse 27 says, can all your worries, not underlying worries, can all your worries add a single moment to your life? This is question mark. I mean, well, can they? Can they? Can they? Can 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 all your worries can, can you can you worrying about something change it? No. No. Nothing's going to happen even if you worry about it. So that so the, so so the, the Bible God is in he's instructing us to let us know that that you know worry could be a sin. It's a sin to worry. And the reason is, is because we're telling God that he is not a great father. He won't take care of us. When he's just telling us, like, man, I take care of the birds, I take care of the... Listen, I, 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 man, all this stuff is clothed. The birds, the, 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 the whole animal kingdom, I take care of all of them. The trees and everything. I, I'm responsible for all of this. Can, one, can all your worries add a single moment to your life? No. Again, you need to answer these questions. Verse 28 says, so, and why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. They don't work or they'll make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautiful as they are. I'm like, oh my goodness. God, you, I mean, hold on now, God. You mean to tell me that the you talking about these lilies of the field? You, you know, they're, they're that beautiful and they're that clothed that that you're saying you you I mean you're comparing it to King Solomon? who was the wisest man who ever lived, the wisest and wealthiest king who ever lived, King Solomon. You're comparing it to that king who had everything that he could ever, I mean, this dude had more than enough. But at the end of his life, I mean, you know, this is Solomon, he wrote Proverbs, he wrote Ecclesiastes and Song of Solomon. This guy wrote three books. He was rich and wealthy. And let me share with you uh, uh, the scripture that he shared before I go back and read verse 30. He said this in Ecclesiastes 12 and 13. He says, when all has been heard, the end of the matter is fear God. Worship him with all field reverences amplified, knowing that he is almighty God and keep his commandments. For this applies to every person, the richest and wisest person who ever lived. Who had more wealth than Bill Gates or any of those billionaires who are here today. The tech giant, Amazon, and you know, all of them had more wealth than anybody today. Because, you know, you know, King Solomon had the real pure gold. Actual gold and silver and not digits on a computer. In some cases not backed up by paper. This, that King Solomon. And this is what he said. He said at the end of his life, when all is said and done, traditional King James, all is said and done, the end of the whole matter, the conclusion of the whole matter is fear God and keep his commandments. I think I should listen to this guy. I mean, he wrote three books of the Bible. He was rich. He was wise. He wrote Proverbs. That's the book of wisdom. You want wisdom? Read Proverbs. I think I should listen to him. Let's go back to verse 30. Verse 30 says this, And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have little faith? You know, why, why do we struggle with something that's not due until next week or next month? I mean, the bill not due until like the end of the month, but we weren't in the day. I mean, you got like 28 more days. You, got, you, know, you have all these days left. <laughs> that bill at the end is... Oh, going at, what in the world? I can pick up some leaves and get the money before then. All right. All right. I can take empty plastic bottles down to the recycling place and make the money up the, by then. Right. But we're worrying about things yeah. that we shouldn't be worrying about. So don't worry about these things. What will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? Stop worrying about those things. When I first came to church, you know, and I, I, don't, I don't encourage anybody to do this. I mean, I just, it was the state that I was in. I came, when I first came to church, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't, before I came to church, I didn't even have an address. I didn't have an address. I live here, there, 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 and there. And so I didn't have a whole lot of clothes. Clothes I, I, clothes I wore to church I got from the thrift store. And I, guess what? So I, well, my wife wore it for me. You understand, we won't marry then. But, but guess what? I wore it every Sunday. I won't think about no clothes. I was so enamored. I was so in awe of this newfound relationship with this Savior that say he loved me. And he wants to change my life. Nothing else mattered. Nothing else. Listen, nothing else mattered. So now we're conscious of everything. Oh man, do this match? Yeah. Right. And so we pay attention to the wrong things. Right. 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 And we're engaging a lot of the wrong things, but the thing that really matters, the hidden man of the heart, we don't pay a lot of attention to. Man, so don't worry about these things saying what will we eat, what will we drink, what will we wear. Verse 32 says, These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. People who are either atheists, who don't have, who don't know God, or don't believe in God, or people who have no religion at all, an unbeliever. The Bible says these thoughts, these things, dominate their thoughts. We're going to wear. They're just so worried. People in the kingdom of God shouldn't be worried. What are we worried about? Why are we worrying? So I want to encourage you this year. We're going to put first things first. We're going to put first things first. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly father already knows all your needs. Amen. Verse 33 says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. Don't forget that. <laughs> they always throw something in there like, man, let's take that out. What is that there for? It's there for because it's there for. It's there for so that we can learn some things. That's why it's there for. It's there for that. He says, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. This is a promise from the word of God. In the year of promise, this is a promise from the Word of God, from the God who cannot lie. From the God that cannot lie. Amen? Amen? This is a promise from God. If we'll seek first the kingdom of God above all else, seek first His kingdom above all else, and live righteously, He will give you everything you need. Submitting to His Lordship is seeking the kingdom of God. When you submit to His Lordship... It's, it's just it's just like seeking his kingdom, being submitted to him, or figuring out or finding out what God's saying about a certain a certain uh, situation that's seeking his kingdom, that's submitting to his kingdom. What do you think about this, Father? Before I make a decision, God, what do you think about this? Is this gonna be good for me? How is this gonna work out? So Jesus in this in this uh in this um This series of scripture, he is not ignoring their needs. He's not ignoring their needs, but instead he's sharing with them to prioritize the kingdom. We want to make the kingdom of God a priority this year. Why? Because we're kingdom citizens. How many of y'all are kingdom citizens? Just raise your hand if you're a kingdom citizen. Great. So if you're a kingdom citizen, you should be supporting the kingdom. Isn't that interesting? Interesting. A kingdom citizen should serve in the kingdom. Amen. A, am, am I too far to the left or to the right? Okay, I'm, I'm still driving, in the, I'm still in the middle of the road, right? Okay, great. I just want to make sure I'm still in your lane. Amen. Praise God. Yeah. So he's not ignoring their needs, but he's sharing with them to prioritize the kingdom over things that you would normally be concerned about prioritize the kingdom of God over things that you would normally be concerned about. So instead of being concerned about something or worried about something, focus on the kingdom of God. Focus. Don't focus on what them guys doing. Focus on the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Amen. Let's focus on the kingdom of God so that things, listen, we don't want to be concerned about, about you know, what we're going to eat and all that. I'm pretty sure we eat every day. We ate pretty much every day last year. Some of us ate more than one time in a day. Amen. Some people eat three meals a day. Some eat four meals and a snack and dessert. Come on now. Talk it to myself. Let me get that cinnamon bun. You got you bring that cinnamon bun home for us. I ate the whole bun. Praise the Lord. Amen. It was good. I was supposed to get half to my wife. Well, half was for her, but she didn't eat it. So I did. Praise the Lord. Somebody had to eat it, you know what I'm saying? He didn't want to go bad. But listen, no, we're not not worrying. We're not worrying about these things. We're not worrying about what we should eat and what we should drink and what we should wear. And we spend so much time just trying to figure out what pair of shoes you're going to wear today. And some people don't have a pair to wear. And we're just sitting back like, Lord, jeez, I got like a hundred pair of shoes. And, man, should I wear that color, this color, low heel, tall heel, no screen, shoe screens? I mean, you understand? With this color, that color. And we spend all this time, really, that's wasted time. Is time being wasted just to figure out what I'm going to wear today. Whew. time, you'll never get back. So at the beginning of every year, Kingdom Life Church, we come together as a body of believers to seek the Lord through fasting and prayer. A lot of churches are praying around this time of the year, fasting and prayer. A lot of churches are starting their 21-day fast on tomorrow, just like we are. And the reason is, you understand that they do that at the beginning of the year is so that so we believe that if, if we give God part of our year, the firstling, the first thing of our year, the first part of our year, amen, it's is, is, is like a tithe. It's like giving him the first. We give him the first fruit of our year, amen, then he will bless the, the remaining of our year. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't fast periodically, amen, in other months like one day fast, three day fast, five day fast, 10 day fast, 21 day fast on your own. But this is the opportunity at the beginning of the year where we do this corporately. Why? So it's the accountability is there as well. So your brothers and sisters, I mean, you know, know, don't try to hide. You know what I'm saying? I mean, listen, don't make this about food because it's not about food. It's about drawing closer to God. And this is the time that we really need to fast and pray. So much is going on in our world today. Come on, and we're not going to worry about what's going on. We're going to do something about it. So much is happening in our city, in our own city, in our own neighborhoods. And come on, as the church, we can do something about it. Are you willing to lay your life down so somebody else can live? How you doing, AJ? Don't let that distract you, son. How y'all doing? Good to see you. You doing good? Amen. Come on, pay attention, soldier. We, we listen, this is the first part of the year. All these things that are happening in our world and in our city, this is our time as the church. According to 2 Chronicles 7.14, that if the church do something, we're looking for everybody else to do something, but what are you going to do? Are you willing to make a sacrifice these first 21 days? You don't make the sacrifice, don't say nothing. Huh? Pastor, did you just tell me be quiet? Amen. Well, you know, I mean, I don't know what, what, what the sign language might have meant to you, but in, in my days, you know, it's being like quiet down. I didn't say shut up. But all I'm saying is don't talk about something you're not willing to do something about. Are you hearing me? <laughs> I can also hear your thoughts. But it's okay. I'm praying for you. Amen? I'm praying for you. It's going to be okay. So at the beginning of the year, Kingdom Life Church, we come together as a body and we seek the Lord of God, the Lord God through prayer and fasting. And we're looking for his guidance for our families, for our children, for our loved ones, for our businesses, for our jobs. Amen. For every part of us. This is the time that we're seeking God. God, we need your help. We need your insight. We need your wisdom. We need your guidance. I mean, really, fasting for everything. I mean, should, should I marry that person? I'm going to fast. I, I need to fast and make sure this is the right person. I'm not trying to spend my life with the wrong person. I don't want to get out of this. Like when I got married, I got married for life. To death do us part. And I believe it's two, if two born-again believers can come together who love the Lord then their marriage should work. If you love the Lord, it's nothing impossible to God. Nothing is impossible to God. But it takes two to tangle. How can two walk together except they what? Agree. If we don't agree, why are we together? If you don't like my God, you don't like my church, you don't want to give, you don't think God is true, why in the world am I spending a second with you? Why am I entertaining you at all? Oh, you got the wrong brother. You got the wrong sister. Oh, no, she over there somewhere. Oh, out there. He over there. No, you got the wrong one. I don't care how you look. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care what you drive. I I don't care what's in your bank account. What's inside of you? Is God living with you? I oh, don't know. Y'all pulling this this stuff y'all need because they ain't in my notes. Obviously, somebody needs to hear that kind of stuff. Amen? All right? So I guess I, he let off the gas so I can go on now. All right. We good? Y'all got your answer? Okay. Praise God. We're good. Let's move on. Thank y'all. Man. We are beginning our fast on tomorrow. Listen, it's the Daniel fast. We're starting it on tomorrow. It's a Daniel fast. No meats, no sweets, and no bread. No bread. No kind of bread. Unleavened or leavened? Well, you know, Pastor, I mean, we you know, is it unleavened bread? Unleavened? Yeah. No bread. None. Listen, no crackers. Now I'm, now, I'm messing with myself. Nothing that has bread in it, and if it has flour in it, it's bread. Now, I'm no, 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 no. You going to fast? You, gonna, you ready? You going to Fast. It's not about food, but what I'm saying is, if you make a sacrifice, if you lay it on the altar, I'm speaking to myself. You know, I'm mean? I like crackers and stuff. What? That's the stuff that get me by. So let me get a packet of peanut butter crackers. I'm not gonna mess with your food. I'm not Listen, it's not about food. So please, because we're gonna get a lot of emails, Pastor. Can we eat this? Can we eat that? Don't please don't complicate it. Do not complicate the fast. No meats, no sweets, and no breads. And we have it in here for beginners, your first time faster and that kind of thing. You can eat chicken and fish and all that. We got everything is in your, in your I'm going to go over that a little later. Okay, okay. So, so the objective of this fast is to draw near to God by removing some of the things, removing some of the clutter out of our lives or some of the things that would normally distract us. Because life is moving so fast, and what the fast does is it slows our pace and kind of slows us down to begin to focus on putting first things first. Putting first things first. Fasting is used primarily to humble us. There's no other way really to kill your flesh. Did I say kill? Yeah, kill it. Not die literally, but kill the flesh, your body. There's no other way to kill the body. Listen, the affections and the lust and, and all the stuff that's, that's not saved and that would never be saved. There's no other way to really kill it or, or, or increase your anointing but through a fast. Fasting will punish the flesh. I mean, it'll be science. Once you, once you stop saying, I'm not going to eat this or eat that, next thing you know, you're going to walk by something. Then the body will be like, can we have that? And normally you'd be like, yeah. But this time you can going to say no, and your body will say, what? I mean, like, who are you talking to? <laughs> All on the inside of you talking to you, talking about like, well, well, hold on. Then what are we going to eat today? Because we normally eat around this time, and we normally stop here. So what's the plan? Your body going to scream and it's going to talk back to you and it's going to say things to you that you're not going to like. <laughs> like you've lost your mind. How dare you not feed me today? That's the body talk. That's your flesh. That's not your spirit man. That's not the man, the hidden man in the heart that God wants to build up. That's not that man. That's not him or her. Whereas it's him. I mean, it's really him though, but you know what I'm saying. We want to lead the ladies out. (laughs) Fasting is used primarily to humble yourself. It's to draw closer to God, and when coupled with prayer, breakthroughs happen. But listen, not just in your life, in the life of others. Come on. do do, Do your husband need a breakthrough? Do your wife need a breakthrough? Do your children need a breakthrough? Do a coworker need a breakthrough? Somebody you love, your mom, your dad, a cousin, an auntie, somebody that's just like, man, God, 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 could you please reach them? Fast forward. Target them. Target your prayers on this fast to that loved one. And ask God, you know, because you're laying your life down. Greater love has no man than this. That he'll lay his life down for his friends. We know Jesus got on the cross, and he laid his life down for each and every one of us. But we can lay our life down through this fast. Because we've been living life, boy. We've been enjoying life. We've been riding the final things of life. We've been eating all last year. And listen, this is not the day to go and eat a big, big, big meal. Like it's the last supper or something. I'm telling you, you're going to hurt yourself. You are gonna hurt yourself trying to go eat this big old huge dinner. All these sweets. I'm gonna drink all the tea I can drink. I'm gonna give me some more Pepsi. Give me some more. Give me some more Pepsi. Give me some more. Give me some more. Like as if you gonna like it's gonna like you gonna get a little bit of it every day or something. Like next week. Like can I? Can you release a little bit of Pepsi to me today? <laughs> no. No. Let's pull back a little bit. Let's pull back, y'all. Listen, the beginners, we, listen, I'm telling you, get the packet. We, we'll email it to you as well if you want electronically. You understand? But this is, I'm telling you, this is, this is going to be so good. After these 21 days, you're going to be so much better. You are the benefactor of this fast. You are the benefactor of this fast. You are the benefactor of this fast. All right, let's go to the words. Psalms 35 and 13. You don't have to really, you can turn there, I guess. I was going to read the whole thing. But David, out of that scripture, I just want to tell you that David, he humbled himself through fasting. Psalms 35, 13. He humbled himself through fasting. That was one of the ways that David humbled himself. You can go to the next verse. I mean, the last part of that verse is the way he said it. His clothing was sackcloth. I humbled myself with fasting. Listen, and praying, and my prayer will return to my own heart. So he humbled himself. David, he humbled himself through fasting. The quickest way to break barriers in your life and destroy yokes in your life, amen, that are holding you back from truly being all that God has called you to do is to go on a fast. Surrender yourself to a fast. Surrender yourself to a fast. Do not allow this fast to pass you by you got to say to yourself, I will not be stopped. I will not be stopped this year. The goals and the plans and the things that I have have a desire to do, the things I want to fulfill in my life, the things that I want to allow God to do in my life, I'm opening myself up through this fast so, God, you can clearly, clearly speak to me. It's easy to get misinformed when there's a lot of clutter in your life. It's easy to hear wrong when you got a lot of clutter in your life. It's hard to receive when, you, when you're supposed to receive because your receiving has to get through the clutter in your life. But when you're wide open, God can make deposits and downloads in your life, amen, that will shed years off of your life. He will do supernatural things in your life like he did for Jesus and Moses and Elijah. These are the only boys that fasted 40 days. The only boys in the Bible, the only guys in the Bible that fasted for 40 days. They didn't eat anything. Or drink anything. It was a supernatural fast. most doctors say, oh, you can't live without... Uh, no, 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 uh, no. Yeah, we get it. But they did it anyway, Because the Lord orchestrated it. 21 days is not a long time. And we're not saying to do a complete fast. No water, no food, all that kind of stuff. You understand? Listen you gotta know what, you got to know what, what's going on inside of you. you got to know how strong you are in this spirit. you got to know who you are. you got to know what God is saying to you. So we say corporate. This is a corporate fast that we do at the beginning of the year. And I said this on last week. I don't know if I said it on New Year's or whatever. But listen, God won't tell you anything other than what your pastors are telling you already. For these, for, for these 21 days. He's not going to tell you something different. You know why? Cuz God is not bipolar. God is not schizophrenic. It's one spirit. And he doesn't come he doesn't come against our will to cause us to do anything outside of what he's already spoken. God is not the author of what? Confusion. Who is? The devil. So when a word is spoken from the pulpit, guess what? I'm the under-shepherd to Jesus. I and my wife are the ones in authority in this house, so everything we say goes in the spirit as relates to the word of God and the spirit of God. He's not going to tell you something different than what he, what he told me to tell you. If he did, come up so I can cast the devil out. Oh, okay. You're a kingdom life, by the way your kingdom life, all right? Psalms chapter 42 and verse 1 says this, I long to drink of you. This David, David wrote the book of Psalms. David was the man who, who put a man on the front lines to be murdered because he wanted his wife, slept with the chick, and then try to get the brother to, try to get him to go sleep with her called him out, out of war to go see with his wife, he refused. He was, so, he was so connected and so loyal to the man of God that he slept outside of his quarters. And he woke up like, man, what are you doing here, Uriah? You're supposed to be going and pregnant your wife. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because I already did. Oh, that's what happened. Come on now. Y'all look at all the other crazy stuff on TV. This the Bible. Where do you think they get all that foolishness from? It's the Bible. They know what sales because they read the book. Bust of the eyes. Oh man, David, there was a king. He looked at a lady and that caused him to do all that? Hmm. What could we flash between old people on TV and videos and all that? What would happen to the men today? Trillion dollar porno- pornographic industry today. Trillion dollar industry. Men captivated by looking at other women. No, undressing other women. No, not just looking at them. Jesus said, you look on them to lust after them, you've committed adultery in your heart. Man, I wish I could sleep with Man, what's that? No, you got to cast that down. You got to deal with that. You're not affected by it. You're a man. You're affected by it or you're lying. You got to do something about it. And the fast will break it off of you. Fast would deal with the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. The three things that got the devil kicked out of heaven. Psalms again, he says, I long to drink of you, O God, drinking deeply from the streams of pleasure flowing from your presence. My longings overwhelm me for more of you. You got to get to a place where you desire his presence more than food. I just want to get in your presence, God. I just can't wait to get in your presence. I just can't wait to spend more time with you. I'm not thinking about the first thing I'm eating. in No, I'm God, I just want to get with you in the morning. I want to spend that time with you. I long to be with you. Don't let this Giselle distract you, mom. Okay. All right. Psalms, oh God of my life, oh God of my life, oh God of my life, I'm love sick for you in this weary wilderness. Oh Jesus, I'm love sick. <sighs> I thirst with the deepest longings to love you more, with cravings in my heart that can't be described. Such yearning grips my soul for you. Listen, my God. We got to truly fall in love with Jesus. Verse 2, I'm energized every time I enter your heavenly sanctuary to seek more of your power and drink in more of your glory. Every time you get in this presence, you're energized. When you get in his presence, when you're seeking God first thing in the morning or the time when you're seeking him, you become energized just spending time with him. Listen, he wants to talk to you. He wants to share things with you. He wants to speak into your life. Give him an opportunity on these 21 days to speak to you and to share the things that he wants to do in your life. Biblical fasting involves more than just giving up food. When done properly, the results are astounding. If you do it right, how do you know if you're doing it right? It's not easy. Oh, it is easy, Pastor. You ain't doing it. You ain't doing nothing. You ain't doing nothing. Listen to me. If it's easy, then who else going to apply the pressure to you but yourself? Well, you know, Pastor, I don't eat meats. I don't eat bread. I don't really like bread anyway. Okay. Then you need to figure out what you love, and you need to punish your flesh by getting rid of it on this fast. Otherwise, you're not going to benefit from this fast. I don't eat meat. You understand that? That's easy. But I got to put some other stuff on me. I got to put some other things on me that that's because I got to punish this flesh on this fast. Flesh, you've been ruling and reigning all last year. But it's time to bring you under the authority of the word. But you're not going to do and have your way this year. Amen? Psalms 84 verse 2. It says, my flesh longs, yes, it even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. God, I need you on this fast. Some of us are hurting. Some of us are broken. Some of us need answers from God. So, so, so even while we're fasting, we're still fasting for different reasons. Even though we have a prayer, guide and things we ask you to pray for every day, this is, this is the minimum that you should do. But there are some things that whatever God is doing in your life and dealing with you and you may be hurting or broken things that's going on in your marriage or your relationships or your children or your loved ones or your job or your businesses. Listen, target those things on this fast. Target those things in your prayers on this fast. This fast is about getting to know the one who saved you, who delivered you, who set you free. It's time to draw closer to him. I want to know him like Paul said. You know what I'm saying? I want to know him. I want to know him in the power of his resurrection. I want to know him. I want to know you, Lord. How do you get to know anybody by spending time with them? You don't spend time with them. How do you get to know them? You're not just going to get to know Him by coming to church once, once a week or even twice a week. Not, that's, that's not how you're going to get to know God. If I spend twice a week with my wife, would I really know her? I mean, come on now. You get to know somebody, you pursue them. You pursue them. You find out what their interests are. You listen to them and they listen to you. It's a two-way conversation. I don't want to just lose weight on this fast. That could be my goal this year. Let's talk about myself or anybody. Listen, I don't want to just lose weight. I want to be transformed. Because losing weight is a benefit of the fast. It's a benefit when done right. It is a benefit. But that's not my focus. You focus on how many inches you're losing every day, you're not focused on the fast. You're focused on your weight. Do you hear me? Because whatever you focus on, it will draw closer to you. So I need to focus on the Lord. And then, as a result of the 21 day fast, I'll be like, oh my goodness, what are these big clothes doing on me? (laughs) Because as you're fasting, you'll begin to notice the difference in your clothes. You never have to step on a scale, the scale can lie to you. Step in your clothes. That you used to wear. And as and as they get loose, <laughs> then you know. Oh, shucks now. But yeah, so so but that's not the focus. That's not the focus. Is I want to I wanna lose myself in him. All right. All right. God, let your will be done, not my will this year. Let your will be. Done, not my will. Let your will be done, not my way. Let your way, God. I don't want my will. I want your will. I don't want my will. I don't want my way. You always get your way where well, it must be lined up with God's will because I don't pray for my way. I pray for not my will. Let his will be done. That's my prayer. Some are scared to pray like that. You know why? Because you so focused on what you want. And God can't even change it. That's a problem. That's a problem because God can't call an audible. Ooh, Jesus. Keep on going down the path. Keep on going down the path. Not my will, Lord. Let your will be done. I only want what you want for my life. I only want what you want for this ministry. I have dreams. I have desires. I have goals. But they all come up under the authority of God. He is my head. If I'm a head, I got a head. Amen? Glory to God. I'm not giving up food and entertainment, sacred moments with my wife to wake up on day 22 to live the same, walk the same, talk the same. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. We giving up all the pleasures of life for 21 days, and on day 22, I'm still the same old person? No, sir. No, ma'am. We might as well have sex. We might as well eat the meat. We might as well don't do none of the fast if on day 22, I'm going to be the same person. It's a waste of time. Because the Bible says that, that, that when we fast, we have to, with consent, with the, you know what I'm saying? You know, this is the only time that, that we don't have to sleep together. We don't have to have, make love, you know, doing a fast because we, we discuss this. So there's no love doing the fast for 21 days. You single, you don't make love anyway, so we ain't worrying about y'all. Just talking about the married folks. Just talking to married folks. Remember, you're in the kingdom now. I know, I know what we do in the world. I'm just saying you're in the kingdom now. You're in the kingdom now, so I got to teach you the kingdom way. And if you messed up, it's okay. Look, I failed, I've sinned, listen, but you're in the kingdom now. So I have to teach you the way of the kingdom, not condone what the world was doing. Amen? So we're going to stick with the kingdom, amen? So I want to wake up on day 22 refreshed, more in love with my wife, closer to the Lord. Loving my children, treating them better. This is a different person. I just, whatever, God, whatever you want to do, I'm so looking forward to this fast. Man, I'm looking forward to this thing. I got expectation. Man, I can't wait till tomorrow. Dog, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm just ready. I'm ready. You know, normally we think about, you know, maybe let's get together. I ain't even think about getting together before. Man, look, let's go to the fast. You got to love some things more than the flesh. Because we live in all the rooms our house, not just the bedroom. <laughs> Glory to God. I've sacrificed too much to stay the same. All right, listen, Joel, Joel Joel, chapter 2 verse 12 says this. It says, even now, says the Lord, turn and come to me with all your heart. And listen, he says in genuine repentance. To repent means to turn away. Listen, on this fast, you can repent for some things. There may be some things that's been just gripping you this year or last year or whatever, and you're just like, you know what, I, I don't want to do this no more. I'm tired of doing X, Y, and Z. You can target it on this fast and genuinely from your heart repent, mean turn away, turn around, go the opposite direction on this fast. He say, in genuine repentance with fasting and weeping and mourning. Glory to God. Until every barrier is removed and the broken fellowship is restored. Till every barrier is destroyed, every barrier is removed. I'm going to be weeping, crying out to God, praying and seeking God. God, save my family. God, I got family that's out there that don't know you. God, save my, save my children, God. God, save my uncles, God. Save my grandparents, God. Save folk in the church that's not saved for real. Save them, God. Save them, Father. Crying and mourning for our city, God. We rebuke this murder spirit from over our city, God. Praying for our young, the young people, God. We're praying for their hearts, God. God, send labels across their path. True men and women of God is not afraid to talk to these youth, man. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of seeing folk dying in my city every single day. So what you going to do about it? I'm going to do what the worst say do. Pray and seek his face. Turn from our wicked ways, church. First. First. Then we can hear from heaven. He'll forgive our sins and then he'll heal our land. That's what the Bible says. So if you really believe that, then guess what? This is an opportunity to do it. Target that thing on this prag know what, doggone these 21 days, ain't nobody going to die. We cannot be afraid of ungodly spirits. Nobody's gonna die in the in as long as we're on this fast. We get serious with God; God will get serious with us. Oh, He said nobody. God be by the spirit, angels, jack. Oh no, no, you you, you thought you want to do that? I'm just gonna seize you with another thought. Just like the devil do. He's a spirit of suggestion. The devil. That's why brothers are dying. Unforgiveness. God, change their hearts. Their hearts are hard, God. Change their hearts. Send the right labor across their path that will minister the gospel to them. Man, I remember when I was just, when I ain't had no car, I was catching the bus to work. I want to even married, and, and I get to the bus stop, and I'm at the bus stop, and just out there, and, and I'm filled with the Holy Ghost, and I'm standing there, and, and all of a sudden, Holy Spirit's saying, I need you to speak to them. I'm like, to who? To them people that's out there. I'm like, what? I was terrified. But they were all lying on the wall. Remember downtown Broad Street? right, Right where the McDonald's used to be? That's where I was right there. And all I did was obey God and turn around and start preaching the gospel. Listen, y'all, listen, and start sharing my testimony. And just, I just jumped out there and started talking in obedience to the Lord. To the point I get on the bus, I'm still praising God. I'm just, I am just in the spirit. It don't even, I don't even care. I be, be prayed up and I'm just thinking like, man, when I get on this bus, sin is going to run. I be looking at people like, I know they're affected by this presence that's on me right now. I was crazy, though, back there. <laughs> I ain't had no wisdom back there. A whole lot of zeal, but no wisdom. I'm like, you going to hell. Do you hear me? <laughs> yeah, no wisdom. Zeal with no wisdom. So I had to grow, grow in the things of God. And so now you just listen for the still, small voice. God tell you simple things to do. I'm just sharing this with my son. I'm riding home. I'm leaving the office yesterday and I'm riding home and so I had I had a suit jacket on because I left uh, I was at a funeral early that day and um and, and stopped by the office to finish my message and so I'm riding home and you know the guys that, that watch over me PPAs and all that, they know I don't like wearing my suit jacket in the car. But it was raining last night. It rained a little bit and so and I had a short sleeve shirt on because I wear my shirts year round. You understand? I don't pack up some I I got time for all that, you understand. <laughs> That's too much work. Y'all ain't work me like that. <laughs> no, I, I, my shirts are for, for whenever I wear them. Oh, you don't wear white. I wear white when I want to wear white. And I wear blue when I want to wear blue. And I wear green when I want to wear green. In no season or nobody else going to tell me what color I'm supposed to wear when I'm supposed to wear it. Now, you start buying my clothes every season. Oh, man, so what should I wear this season? Oh, thank you. What should I wear this season? Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so anyway, okay, 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 all right, all right. All right. Listen, so I'm riding, so, I, so I'm getting in the car, and I get in the car, I got my suit jacket on. And so the first thought comes, you don't need to wear your seatbelt, your house is down, down the street. But my house is, for real, from the office to my house is 15 minutes. It's crazy, it seems like I'm right. I can walk home, but I can't. It's 15 minutes for real, not that I can't, but it's 15 minutes. I'm like, you don't got to put your seatbelt on, this is a thought, so you don't got to put your seatbelt on. Man, just go to drive. Just go. On, this, this, man, you, you be right around the street, and and when I heard that thought, and me, I said, Devil, you a liar. You trying to get me outside the will of God? You trying to get me to give place to the devil? So, so, so I open the door for the devil. So then, God got to step back. The Bible said, Give no place to the devil. Trying to get me to give place to the devil. So then, I'm in the jurisdiction of the enemy. I'm no longer covered by the blood. It's the hedge protection is not around me. Why? Because I'm disobeying natural laws. Right. That's why Jesus didn't jump off that roof when the devil told him to jump off that roof. God ain't tell me jump off no roof. And he quoting scriptures trying to get him to do the wrong thing. But you got to know who's talking to you. It sounded like me. He sounded like me but it wasn't me. It was the devil. You got to know who's in your ear. Take you somewhere. So the devil can deal with you. It's an unclean spirit. I'm just like, oh my goodness, I shared it with my son last night when I got home. I share all these teachable moments with my kids and all that stuff. I like did to show them because I want to remind, listen, we are not above the law of the land except, except when they go against the Bible. You going to stand bold about killing babies? Guess what? I'm not with you. You go stand bold about other things that's in that's in the earth, man with men and women. No, I don't stand with that. Listen, it's okay. I love homosexuals, I love lesbians, I love you, I love them. has to do with my love for you, has something to do with the Bible, what the Bible says. And so, listen, when I talk about the Bible and talk about what the Bible says, I'm not even talking to you because you don't believe what the Bible says. You think you're okay, so just go ahead and be okay. Live your life. If you think it's okay to live with me and all that, do it. I mean, I'm okay with it. I love you. I love you. I'm okay with your decision. Listen, and God is too. And it's not that people won't reach you. So I say stuff like this from time to time so we'll know the truth that was in the word. And that's not the only things that are sin, but that's just the things that, you know, people magnify. I don't care who you sleeping with. Who cares? Why is this so important? Why is that so important, y'all? Because we made it important. And we let people make it important. Oh, no, I denounce that. In Jesus' name. I denounce it in Jesus' name. Okay. Let's move on. Joe, I did share the story, right? That was good. Okay. Joel chapter 2 and 12. I read, I read I read that a little bit. I'm read again. Even now says the Lord, turn and come to me with I'm almost done. With all your heart and genuine repentance with fasting and weeping and mourning till every barrier is removed and broken fellowship is restored. Listen, fasting can restore broken fellowship. You may be outside the will of God right now. You may be, listen, the fellowship with God may be broken. Some of us may be in a backslidden state. Maybe your relationship with God is not where it used to be. This fast will draw you closer to Him. Will kind of get you right back where you're supposed to be. God loves you. He's He's long suffering. He's not willing that any would perish. He loves us so much. He sent His own his Son to die for our sins. He loves you. He cares about you. He is not a dictator or a ruler. He loves us. He's not a God that's just trying to beat us over the head with a bunch of rules. He loves us so much, and He wants us to spend eternity with Him. And He's long suffering, not willing that any should perish. But but. That all should come to repentance. Some of us just need to repent on this fast. Like, God, forgive me. Lord, I repent. I, I want to get back in fellowship with you. It's been a long time you get back in fellowship with you. Listen, and not just with God. Maybe it's some family members you need to get back in fellowship with. Broken fellowship. Some of us need to repent. Listen, if the flesh dies, you would be okay. The problem is the flesh is alive. People can't forgive each other because your flesh is too alive. Kill the flesh, and then you can restore the relationship. Kill the flesh, and you can restore the relationship. Somebody flesh has to die to restore what was broken. I'm sure these last scriptures from Esther and Jonah just kind of give us some more context on fasting. This is what happened in Esther. You know, y'all know the story of Esther and everything. I mean, beautiful young lady. uh, She was a Jew. Got chosen to be, um, you know, the queen uh, in in this certain time. So we're going to look at Esther chapter 4, verse 16. It says this. It says go. So it it was a serious time. Haman, you know, he was trying to destroy the Jews. He had this plot going on behind the scenes. Her uncle Mordecai came and visited her right before this scripture and began to talk to her and say, look, Esther, you got to do something. How do you know God didn't put you in that place for you to say something? How much in places where we should be saying something and ain't saying nothing? How you know God didn't put you in that place so you can say something? God put her in that place. That's what Mordecai told her. How you know? He said, Listen, if you don't do it, we're going to perish. And she thought about that thing. She said, Listen, all right. As the four and 16 she says, listen, go gather all the Jews who are present in Shushan and fast for me, neither eat nor drink for three days, day or night, night or day. My maids and I will fast likewise, and so I will go to the king, which is, a, which is against the law, and if I perish, I perish. It sounds like she's crucified in Christ. Nevertheless, I live, not yet not I, but Christ lives in me. If I die, I die, but I'm doing it for him. She's doing it for, for her people. She's doing it for the Lord. She's going against the law. But you know, what was so interesting to me was Esther just straight up said, listen, go gather all the Jews and present to Shushan. She, she was fasting for three days to save her people for destruction. Let me ask you a question. Can you call on three friends? Five friends from your friends list, from your posse, your gang, your hood, your crew, your group, your boys, your homeboys, your homegirl. Can you call them right now and say, listen, I need you fast for three days for me. I don't want you to eat nothing. I want you to drink nothing. Listen, this is serious. I'm going through a serious issue right now. I need you to stop everything. Don't eat nothing. Don't drink nothing for three days. Oh, my goodness. What kind of friends you got? Listen, what kind of people like Tina said is in your circle? Who's in your circle? They're not willing to lay it down for you. They're not your friend. What? Something serious going on in your life? And you listen, I need you to this is so serious. I need you to fast and pray with me for the next three days. And focus, backpelling, like eat or drink, nothing. So when we want to start? <laughs> so you said like like the first of the month, like like on the 15th, or I'm talking like tomorrow. This is serious. Tomorrow. Check your circle out. Check your circle out. <clears throat> she says she need them to fast for her. Neither eat nor drink for three days, night or day. And she said, my maid's, maid's like, dang. Hold on, that's Hold on, queen, oh, hold on, what? Your maids, they heard that. you are like, the maids? What we got to do with this? <laughs> you bring us in this? You know what I'm saying? You got them? <laughs> My maids, like, they're like, yeah, us. My maids and I will fast likewise. We're going to do the same thing, because we're not going to ask you to do something that we're not going to do. Your pastors likewise. The pastor staff here Likewise. The department leads and the directors here, the leadership team, likewise, we will do the same. The team leaders, the assistant team leaders, likewise, we're going to do the same. (laughs) Jonah, real quick, I'm done, y'all. I know I've probably been preaching an hour, praise the Lord. It's been an hour, son? Okay, praise God. Amen. Been a good hour, though. Good. Praise God. Okay, Jonah, this is the first Sunday of the year. Yeah, shoot. We got to get in on this. Listen, Jonah, Jonah, last, Jonah was instructed to give a word to the people of Nineveh. Y'all remember that. He was instructed to give a word. He refused to deliver that word to the people of Nineveh. He refused to do it. He finally delivered the word of prophecy to the people of Nineveh, and their response got God's attention. Let's look at their response in uh, Jonah. He's already up there. Jonah 3. We're going to look at verse 5 through 10. Listen, it says So the people of Nineveh believed God. They believed God, proclaimed a fast, and put on sackcloth from the greatest to the least of them. Then word came to the king, the leader, the leader of Nineveh. And he arose from his throne and laid aside his robe, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. This was serious. It was serious business. And he calls it to be proclaimed and published throughout Nineveh. I'm going to proclaim and publish some things. I said it earlier about this city, but I'm going to say it boldly again. I'm going to proclaim some things about, the, about this city and what's going to happen in these next 21 days while we're fasting and praying and listen and what's not going to happen. Who you think you are, nobody? I'm just God's servant. <laughs> I am nothing. I'm just his servant. Me and myself, I'm nothing, but with Christ, I'm everything. He published throughout Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles saying, let neither man nor beast, herd, nor flock taste anything. Don't put nothing, don't let them smell nothing. He didn't say smell. They said, don't taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink water. Like what? in the like king couldn't drink nothing. Like, listen, nope, we fasting. Well, I'm sorry, King, nope, you ain't drinking today. So you're going to be all right. Listen, you're going to be better for it after this over. Because <laughs> we're going to live. Because God was about to do something real dangerous to our city. Yeah, God was. God was going to do it. No, We don't see God like that, but uh, I just like to read the Bible. Amen? It says again that nobody should taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink water, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry, listen, mightily to God. This is our serious, this is a serious time we're living in, y'all. That's why this fast is so serious. We want to cry mightily to God. Cry out for this city. Cry out for your family. Cry out for your children. Cry out for the children in these schools. Cry out for for these kids. Listen, even in this school, that has the most homeless kids in Chesterfield, right in Falling Creek Middle School. What? Shoot, man, I'm gonna adopt two of them kids or something, honey. I mean, you know what I'm saying? We need to start some kind of a, I don't know. I, I don't mind having kids. You know, you know what I'm saying, but you know, it's two of us. And we got to agree. <laughs> Hey, we got to agree, kids can't go do stuff without letting your wife know, or vice versa. It's like, I mean, that's going to be a problem in the house. Everybody doing what they want to do, Then at the end of the the month, we're going to be like, "Uh, what? Okay, so, yeah, that's why we need to talk and communicate. The big C. Communicate. So, 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 so. So, so we're, okay, cry mightily to God. He said, yes, let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that's in his hands. All of us on this fast, turn from our evil ways. Who, who, who are you talking about? I'm talking about you. I'm talking to you. Everybody can hear me, including myself. Turn from your evil ways on this fast. I don't really have no evil way. Okay, then, then you're sinless. You understand? That's fine. But the rest of us, you understand, who 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 who, who think crazy stuff sometimes, you know, who want to haul off sometimes. You know, that's <laughs> you know, to the rest of us, you know, we got to get rid of some of the evilness, you know, that try to lurk around and exist sometimes around us. You know what I'm saying? Amen. All right. So I I I'm, I need to fast. You know, this I need to fast. Amen. (laughs) Yeah. Uh huh. I need to fast like right now. Yeah. Praise God. Okay. All right. Yeah. So let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that's in, listen, his hands. Nineveh was a city that was full of crime and wickedness, such as our city, Richmond and surrounding counties, Chesterfield, Henrico, all uh, Petersburg, all the Colonial Heights, Chatt- all these surrounding counties. Yeah, look, look, we listen, before I think about the nation, I need to think about where I live. Amen. I mean, can we get a little bit more hand claps in that? Before I think about the nation, I need to think about where I live. I need to go to the mission field in my next door neighbor's yard. Amen. By the way, what's your name again? We're gonna go far, far away. I'll go far, far away next door. Go down to the end of your block and introduce yourself. No, 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 no. No, we're, we're praying and we're fasting that, that because this, this city is full of crime and wickedness. You know, Ephesians 5 and 12 says it's shameful even to talk about the things that ungodly people do in secret. It's in the Bible. It's shameful to even talk about the stuff that's done in secret. I can just imagine. Look at the foolishness that we have to deal with on social media. You know, I got blocked one. I mean, I blocked, you know, Facebook then put me in jail one time. They said I was liking somebody. I was I was giving too many hearts on a post I like. Like, like Pastor Ray and them was live, and I was just hearting them like, yeah, dad, yeah, go ahead, Yeah. And I would just harden them. And if they say bing, I'm like what? You're blocked. I'm like, I'm, what do you mean? You're in jail. You can't, you can't do no pose Why? Why? That's because I was liking a po- And all that, you mean it all and all this filthy mess that comes across my screen on a daily basis. And you're going but see that tell me this is the world. I expect it from the world. That's why we got to deal with some things on the inside of us because all that stuff is designed to poison you. It's designed to poison you and keep you in bondage. Man, I'm telling you, boy, I thank God we ain't had that back in our day. I would be strung out. I'm, man, come on, y'all. We got to cover our kids because you ain't going to be able to lie to me. I mean, you probably can lie to your parents, your mama, and them, but you can't lie to me because I know exactly what's going on. Exactly. If you're on social media and it's ain't protected, it's not guarded, hmm, don't act like you don't see nothing. No, 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 no. No, we, if I knew all that stuff like we did back then, I would, we would block stuff on your phone. Who paying the bill anyway? Exactly. You think you got a right? No, you're not going to be on this stuff, and I'm going to monitor everything. Why? To save your life. Amen. He is on, like us saying that stuff, like, tag. My, my mama might think to do that. Tag, <laughs> Pastor. I know, I know, I know. Listen, you'll you'll thank me later. You'll thank me later. I know, you'll thank me later. Listen, verse 9, I got to be done. Verse 9, who can tell if God would turn and relent and turn away from his fierce anger? God was going to destroy that place, y'all. God ordered an attack on Nineveh. I went back and read the story like, hold on, God. You attacked Nineveh because of crime and so much wickedness. I begin to look at our city. I begin to peek at other cities. Like, God, you destroyed, you was going to destroy this city because of their crime and their wickedness. The USA and other cities abroad, I know they don't honor Christians, but you better thank God. The other country, you better thank God you got Christians in your city. Who pray. Because the destruction and things we see, no, we're not saying it's from God and all that kind of stuff, but we don't know what's happening. I'm not gonna say it's not either. I'm, I look at the Bible, he the same that's there, and forever. I mean, I, that's that's all I got to go on. That's all I'm saying. That that's me. I, I look at it for what it is, for what it is. He said right here who can tell if God will turn and relent? Who who's gonna destroy the city? God and turn away from his fierce anger. He was upset. He had a fierce anger. He was angry at the wickedness and the sin. That's why he destroyed the first world. Remember? He said he wasn't going to do it again by flood. (laughs) He said, listen, I ain't going to do it by flood, but that don't mean I'm not going to do it. Doesn't mean I'm not going to destroy it. I'm just not going to flood it again. Oh, because it's going to be destroyed. We already know that. You just got to read the Bible. Oh, wait, oh, this, uh, this this is a wrap. This is a wrap. Get your house right. Get your life right with the Lord. Desire to live with him and to be with him. He is the one that, that desires a relationship with you. Verse 10 says, then, then God saw their works. I got to close it out. I'm sorry. Then God saw their works that they turned from their evil way, and God relented from the disaster that he had said he would bring upon them, and he did not do it.